The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Back everybody to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Thursday, May fifth, Cinco de Mayo edition. Hope you guys had a great Wednesday, full day of baseball action. Two nice slates. Had some fun in the uh, Discord channel as always. So if you ever want to join us over there, it's free. Just hit me up on Twitter at bdentric. You get the free fancy DJs Discord. Lots of fun over there. But we got a quick show for you, really quick show. So let's get some housekeeping out of the way. You guys can go on iTunes and give this podcast MLB DFS quick hits a rate and review. I'd appreciate it. If you prefer to watch the podcast, go to the Fancy DJ's YouTube channel, give it the old subscribe button, the thumbs up, and that would help a ton as well. For your season-long fantasy baseball players and also DFS players alike, check out Benched with Bubba, your season-long podcast coming at you two to three times a week. Recorded this past Tuesday with Batflip Crazy, Bubba and the Batflip, recapping the week in fab. Talked about some fun stuff with Chris Paddock and others. And then uh, on Thursdays, Bubba and the Bloom coming at you yet again. It's a lot of great content for you fantasy baseball players. Season long, daily, doesn't matter. I got you covered over here. All right, six-game slate. We're going to be in and out in no time. It starts at 6.45 p.m. Eastern, 3.45 p.m. Pacific time. It's a little earlier than normal. I only have four of the six totals so far. Mets, Phillies, total of eight. Tigers, Astros, eight and a half. Marlins, Padres, seven. Rays, Mariners, six and a half. And we're waiting on Minnesota, Baltimore, and uh, Giants, St. Louis. Giants are still playing as we speak. So that's one, probably why we're waiting on that one. But let's just get into it. Pitching on this slate is pretty top-heavy. Uh, and it starts off with Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan at $9,700. Dude's been just outstanding. Facing the Seattle Mariners this time around. Shane O's thrown five innings or more in three straight starts. Three runs or less. Seven or more Ks in all five starts this year. Even when he's had a rough outing, he still has 17.5-plus points. He's got almost 24 more points in three straight starts. The strikeout stuff was absolutely ridiculous. The fact he's only five plus innings, huge. Um, but the only caveat I will say, he's facing Seattle, who's been a little sneaky, striking out 21% of the time versus lefties, walking over 13% of the time. So we're very patient. It means they're racking up the pitch count against pitchers, hitting 221 with a 169 ISO. So I still love, love getting some Shane O'Mac in this matchup, but just realize Seattle's not the walk, like the pushover it once was, but it's still on this slate, especially six games where pitching's kind of meh. Shane O'Mac at 97 has got the highest ceiling by far. Jesus Lazardo, 85 hundo at the San Diego Padres. 
Very, very intriguing stuff here. Jesus has thrown five or more innings in three to four starts, one or, or less in each of those three starts, five or more Ks in each of those three starts, and then those three starts, 23 or more DK points. So he's looked pretty darn good three out of four times this go-around. We face the San Diego team, similar to Seattle. They're kind of sneaky in a weird way, only striking out 21% of the time, walking over 10% of the time versus lefties, hitting 243 with a 196 ISO, 127 WRC+, plus, one of the higher ones in baseball. Seattle's 124. Uh, so they're like they're not pushovers by any means by left-handed pitching, but Jesus Lazaro's got that strikeout ceiling upside we're looking for here at 8,500. Definitely someone you can uh, you take a peek at if you want. If you want to pivot and hope he figures it out, it's Robbie Ray at 88. He's just been really up and down. The walks have been coming back from time to time, going about five innings. He hasn't even cracked uh, 18. He cracked 23 his first start, but since then, 18 and a half is his max. You can go there if you want, but I prefer to take the ceiling shots with Shane O'Mac and Jesus Lazardo. Um, it's it's a DK slate, which means we have one mispriced pitcher at all times on the slate. And this one's Aaron Nola at $8,000 at home against the New York Mets. I know Aaron Nola is tilting as all get up uh, because he gives up runs like three runs his last time out. He's given up a home run in four or five starts this year. But he's also gone six or more innings in back-to-back starts. He's got nine Ks in back-to-back starts. Even though he's been an up-and-down pitcher, three of his four starts have 20 or more points for $8,000. He brings just a really, really good upside play here. His last time out was against the Mets, six innings, three or nine Ks for that 21.3 DK points. And it's a Mets offense that is not lighting the world on fire. But the thing is, they don't strike out a ton. So that's why it's impressive that Nola got those nine Ks because on the season, striking out 19% of the time versus right-handed pitching. I'll still go back to it on a slate like this. $8,000 for Aaron Nola is, uh, is pretty ridiculous. So I'll take my chances there with Nola. He'll probably be very, very popular. So keep that in mind, but he would be a play for me. Only other guy I'm looking at, if you're looking to punt, is Tariq Skubal at 6,500. Got hit around his last time out. Uh, two walks, gave up um, six runs, only three earned, thank goodness. But just didn't have it against Minnesota. But his previous three starts, or previous two starts, five and two-thirds and in six innings, zero runs on each start, six or more Ks in both starts against the Rockies and the Kansas City Royals. Now he goes into Houston, which is tricky, very, very tricky. Uh, Nationals team striking out less than 20% of the time versus lefties. Hitting 204, though with a 146 ISO, so they're not world beaters versus left-handed pitching. So if you're looking to punt in a tournament, not in cash, Tariq Skubal becomes a play for you at 6,500. But I'm going to keep it simple on this. Like You can go Logan Webb if you want. St. Louis just doesn't strike out a ton, so I'm going to do that. I'd rather pay down at the position. Miles Mikolas at 82 is interesting. Like He brings a great floor to the matchup with the Giants. The Giants' offense is just not clicking right now. So Mikolas at 82, the more I looked at him beforehand, and I, I guarantee you, when I see the Giants lineup come out on Thursday, I'll probably be like, okay, Mikolas is probably more of a play, so I might as well bring him up to you guys now. He's only 8200 bucks. He's worth a look, I'll be honest. But my main guy is Shane O'Mac, Jesus Lazardo, Aaron Nola, throw Miles Mikolas in there, and Tariq Skubal. That's where I'd be uh, focusing my pitching on this six-gamer. Let's talk bats. Told you this would be a quick one, folks. In, out, six-game slate, catcher's position. Uh, Jorge Alfaro is interesting if you're fading Lazardo, Not doing it. I'd rather go Gary Sanchez at 4100 um, if you're in the Discord, I was all about the Minnesota-Baltimore stack. That was doing great on Wednesday until Milwaukee decided – or Rowdy Tellez decided to go bonkers. Uh, so I'll go back to Gary Sanchez. I'm stacking Minnesota-Baltimore again. Uh, uh, Gary's 41-hundo. Not a bad play if you're paying up a catcher. You don't need to pay up a catcher, but he cracks the code. If you want a tournament play, though, Mike Zunino at 3600 bucks. all that dude does is crush lefties. Look at his numbers from last year versus lefties. This is what he does going up against Robbie Ray if Ray scuffles at all. Zunino at 36 is a really strong tournament look. Uh, Ryan Jeffers, hopefully he cracks the Minnesota lineup. He's only 3400 bucks. Had Wednesday off, homered the previous two games. 
So Jeffers at 34 would be a nice cheaper piece at the catcher's position. Other than that, you know, you could go with Chirinos of Baltimore if you want. Um, not a whole lot else I like at this point in time at the catcher's position. First base, this one's tough because a lot of the really good guys are facing really good pitchers. Like if you think Logan Webb scuffles, he's got, he hasn't been lights out Logan Webb yet. Goldie at 5Ks in play because when Goldie was with the D-backs, he just destroyed the Giants time and time and time again. So if you feel like it, go for it, but it's not a must play by any means. You can save a few shekels and go down to the likes of maybe a Yandy Diaz versus Robbie Ray. Diaz hits lefties very well. I like the idea of getting on Reese Hoskins as he's heating up right now. He's $4,000. The ball's not leaving the park yet for Reese, but the barrels, the hard hit rate, the production is still there. Doubles, he's getting hits. The ball just hasn't left the yard yet, and that's coming for Reese's pieces. So 4000 nice price there versus uh, Walker. Walker getting a lot of ground balls in his first two appearances, but uh, Hoskins at 4K is interesting. Other than that, Ryan Mountcastle at 35 had a nice game on Tuesday night. Got him at 35 versus Archer. Garrett Cooper versus Nick Martinez. Miami is a fun stack on this slate because Nick Martinez has been struggling with the walks, and that has led to some big innings. So Cooper at 33. Uh, Trey Boo Boo, Trey Mancini, 3Ks, first base outfit eligible. Another nice night for him on um, on Tuesday, and he's been producing. I, I mentioned it like a week or so ago. His overall stats don't look great, but his underlying stats look phenomenal. He's starting to produce a bit. So Trey Boo Boo at 3K is another one for you. And then if you just want to punt, Jose Miranda has struggled so far this year. He's been third base eligible the first few games. Now he's first base eligible. He's 2100 bucks against Spencer Watkins. Again, I love the idea of stacking Minnesota-Baltimore. So if you want to punt with Miranda, I keep rolling him out there. As long as they do, he hits like fifth. The dude's got ridiculous power. He's just got to get comfortable. So I have no problem checking that one out. Second base position, I really want to find a way to pay up for Jazz Chisholm at 5700 bucks for Nick Martinez. Love what Jazzy Jazz is doing. Just absolutely raking double-digit points in three straight games. He's hit safely in, um, goodness gracious, two, like eight or nine straight games. He's just crushing it, hitting 329 on the year, uh, getting the job done at 5,700 is expensive, but a really good spot there versus Nick Martinez. Yeah, you got Edmund if you're stacking St. Louis. You can go there if you so choose. But Corey Polanco at 43 versus Watkins, I'm in on that. Um, Savings-wise, you just go down to maybe a Gene Segura at 39 if you're feeling it. Ramon Urias went deep. I like uh, Rugden Odor's hitting like fifth or sixth for Baltimore. Not lighting the world on fire, but brings really good tournament appeal uh, for a discount with Baltimore at 3,100. That'd be kind of where I'd look if I'm going to try to save cash at second base. Third base, Arenado's in play, but Machado, if Lazardo scuffles at all, Machado is straight fire, went deep again on uh, Wednesday. He's 5,600 versus Lazardo. So that's kind of an intriguing tournament look for you. Same with Bregman at 49. If Scoobles uh, struggles, but I kind of like the idea of Machado if you're going for the tournament appeal. Yandy Diaz at 43. Hung Sung Kim at 42 versus Lazardo. Like if Lazardo looks to be chalky, I have no problem putting a little Padre stack in play for you. Like I, I like Lazardo stuff, but he doesn't deserve to be super chalk on this slate either. And then the Candyman, Candelario, has been struggling a ton. But he's hit safely in three straight games, seven or more DK points with two double-digit performances over his last three. Hopefully he gets things going. He's in a really good matchup for Jose Urquidy, who's been struggling a ton. Velocity is down. So Candelaria at $4,000 could be a dude. Alec Baum let off on Wednesday, hit second on Tuesday. He's $3,600, starting to get it going for the Phils. So he's a nice discount against Taiwan Walker as well. Mentioned Ramon Urias. Gio Urshela is 31 versus Watkins. He's moved down in the order. It was fun value when he was hitting like cleanup. I think he's hitting seventh or eighth on Wednesday. So keep an eye on that one as well. Shortstop position, uh, I don't mind Wander, but I'd almost rather take Francisco Lindor, who's gone ice cold since his red-hot start. 
Uh, he's 5K versus Nola, but the dude I'm paying up for, if I'm paying up at shortstop, is Javi Baez at 5K versus Rikidi. The Tigers are kind of a sneaky stack with the Miami Marlins. So Baez at 5K, not many will roster because who I'd really like to roster is Carlos Correa at 46. I had him in my lineup on Wednesday. He went to, to Ding Dong City, and he has been scorching hot uh, of late. Besides the home run on uh, Wednesday, he's hit safely in six straight games. Right, So seven-game hitting streak now with two, four, at least five double-digit hit games, and he's got multiple DK points in six of those games. He's 4,600 bucks there versus, um, versus Spencer Watkins. Really good spot there. For Carlos Correa, mentioned Hung Sung Kim. He's shortstop third base eligible. Jeremy Pena at 41 if you're fading Scooble is uh, is an option as well. And then, you know, Jorge Mateo's 3K if you're stacking Baltimore and looking for a punt. Not the punt I think you need because with Mateo to hit value, he has to steal bags and score runs. So he, he probably needs multiple stolen bases and multiple runs scored unless he just has like that flukish long ball. So that's the, that's the hard side with Mateo. Like cash games, probably a little better than GPPs with Mateo unless he just has that unicorn game. Outfield position, you know, I have no problem fading Taiwan Walker. So Harper, Schwarber, Cassie's only 46. You get a nice discount on him. They're all in play, but, you know, you can go to Bucks in the 55. He's been slowing down a bit. He's still playing great, but he's slowing down a bit. So I'm not sure people will pay up for him on this league because we want to pay up for pitching. He's making a lower-owned uh, Buxton in this matchup, which would be pretty nice, all things considered. Uh, Austin Meadows versus Kitty at 45. We love Austin versus right-handed pitching. Love said Mullins. I loved him on Wednesday. He went off at like less than 5% ownership. He's 4,200 bucks versus Chris Archer leading off. A uh, big fan of that play on this one. Other than that, it's, it's a tough play. Like Robbie Grossman at 4K is in play for you. Um, Avisil Garcia versus Nick Martinez at 38. If you think he wakes up, that's a decent price point. Austin Hayes is 34, which I like. Uh, Anthony Santander at 32, I like. I like Baltimore. Um, Chaz McCormick should be leading off at 3K because um, Jose Altuve is going to be out by a couple games, I'm guessing, with a groin injury, a.k.a. he fouled a ball off his junk. Go find the video. Go search Jose Altuve on Twitter. It is amazing. So uh, Chaz McCormick should be returned to the leadoff role at 3K. Nice value there versus Tariq Skubal. If you're fading Nola, Mark Khan, I talked about the other day, he went deep. He's hitting the ball really, really well. Just the power hasn't really been there. He got that home run. Hopefully he gets things going. Uh, Khan at 2800 bucks versus Nola. Is a nice little discount. And then Trevor Larnock, I love the price at 25 versus Spencer Watkins. Larnock's hitting really well, hitting like cleanup or fifth for the Twins. So there's a lot to like with him at that price point. Recapping your pitching, Shane O'Mac at 97. Love him. Love him a lot. Lazardo at 85, I like quite a bit. You got Mikolas at 82. Aaron Nola is far too cheap at $8,000. And if you need a punt, Tyreek Skubal at 65 is your guy. If you're stacking up on this slate, I don't mind going Philadelphia versus Taiwan Walker. It's not my favorite stack. It's in play. Right now, I'm loving, unless something changes, the Minnesota-Baltimore game stack. Uh, Baltimore versus um, Chris Archer, and then the Twins versus Spencer Watkins. I prefer the Twins side of things. You got the Larnock value. You got Miranda value if you need it. Plus, your Buxton's, your Correa. I like Correa a lot on this slate. But I love Baltimore's Mullins and company. So game stack in that one seems kind of high on the priority right now. Tampa Bay is a nice contrarian look versus Robbie Ray. I like San Diego a lot. San, I mean, Miami. Miami's stack right behind that Minnesota-Baltimore game stack. So if you want to do a Minnesota-Baltimore game stack, like throw in a Jazz Chisholm for me or something, I like that one quite a bit. So there's going to be some fun ways to go. Check the lineups. Um, it might maybe things, you know, Thursday. It's not really a getaway. It's a getaway day for a couple guys. A lot of the guys start in their series on Thursday. So it could make for some fun action for you. But what it'll make for regardless is a fun six-game DFS slate. Remember, it starts at 6.45 p.m. Eastern time. 
If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNDRIC or join us in the free Fantasy DGENS Discord. We'll have some fun there. Also, if you can give this podcast a rate and review on iTunes, I really would appreciate it. Or go to the Fantasy DGENS YouTube channel. Give it the subscribe, the old thumbs up. Check out Bench with Bubba for your other fantasy baseball needs. Coming at you Tuesdays, Thursdays, and the occasional extra day of the week. But for now, guys, in out for your Thursday Cinco de Mayo Quick Hits Edition six-game slate. Hope you guys have a good one. Catch you later. I'm out.